couldn't agree more. It's a Chinese proverb, isn't it? Have you heard it? It's a, if a lion could speak English, we wouldn't be able to hear them. Mm. And it just means the lion's reference points are way too far afield from a human mm -hmm. that even with an English language, we wouldn't understand it. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's pretty good, yeah. Uh, I'll put you that look, in. You love, you love one line. It's like, <laughs> I, never, I love learning something. I've ne never heard that. Welcome to the Prime Life Project podcast. A place to help you unlock your full potential, both mentally and physically, to become the best version of you. Welcome back to an episode of the Prana Project Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel James, and today I'm joined once again by Mr. Mikey Markham. How are we? Which answer do you want? The, the truth. The truth. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Oh, mate. I don't know if you're ready for the <laughs> truth. You can't handle the you truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> um, I've, I've been struggling a bit recently. I've not been my, my normal self, and I've been experiencing... You were going to talk about burnout today, but I've really been through that recently. Um just feeling quite all-consumed business, babies, business, babies. I'm in a small town, aren't I, as well? So you can get a bit claustrophobic in that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just that, that the zest of life and the joy and the, the special things, going and seeing different places, I've not done mm -hmm. and actively not been doing because I'm filling all my time up and I say yes to everything. That's just who I've been because I, I've been from a place of having no money at mm. all and absolutely not having a clue what's in my account until you press it one day and you're like, oh, where's your money gone? Mm -hmm. To then making money, but then life being a bit revolving around it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's probably an element of why I've been saying yes to everything, try and get it in and obviously get the businesses growing. But you wanted the long answer, mate. Mm -hmm. You wanted the real answer mm -hmm. and, and that's pretty much where I'm at at the minute, in honesty. Well, let's say you, you, for the audience, there's a, maybe a podcast episode this morning uh, saying about boundaries. And like I said, there's a bit of a technical issue behind the scenes when it comes to uh, the time difference. So that will give you some reference about when we've recorded this. Because yeah. uh, I said I had to then do the Crabs in the Bucket podcast. So again, um, no, the reason why I'm doing this, like so many back to back right now is because uh, I've literally just come back from Spain last <laughs> night, two o'clock in the morning. We're recording this in the morning. Uh, and then I said, me and Mike, again, some episodes in the bank. So, um, but I think the whole thing with this, when we need an episode, it's about telling the truth. So yeah. rather than just coming on here and giving a polished answer of I'm feeling good, I think it's actually, Jen, what I'm actually feeling a bit crappy. Because again, people can then relate to that. I think there's so much thing about that toxic positivity where because you talk about being positive all the time, that you then somehow you can't have bad days. And I think that for me is like the worst possible thing. So for you, that I've been in that situation as well where you, you basically get caught in that money trap. And again, it can be quite exhausting. Mm. But then it's then taking a step back and being like, well, what are you doing the money for? So you're doing the money you need to spend time with your family. And then when it's taking you away from the thing that you want in the first place, it becomes this vicious cycle. And if I'd give you the polar answer of, yeah, I'm good. I'm feeling good because I'm on a mental health podcast and talking about mental health, you sometimes feel responsible that you have to be at a great place all the mm. time uh, to actually be able to give advice. But it's not that at all. It's being more authentic and honest and going, we all have bad days. We're all human. But that's the thing though, that when you've gone through this stuff, it makes you more qualified mm. to give advice. Because if you constantly have good days and you haven't had a bad day for 10 years, 
then who are you to really be giving advice on people struggling because that was 10 years ago yeah. and you're so far removed. It's like when you've got like Jay-Z and Beyonce, like they're so far removed from poverty that when Jay-Z starts to rap about poverty, it's like, dude, like you're like one of the richest guys in the world. Like, yeah, like, yeah you were there once, but you're so far removed from it. Like you can't, you're doing, it doesn't have the same mm. thing where actually when people are real and honest and raw and being like, no, this isn't, I still have bad days. I do it with my clients every Friday, do the live workshops with my clients. Um, and when I'm having bad days, I'll tell you to them, listen, I've been struggling today. Like I'm tired today. And uh, I did a talk last week for Nottingham City Council, um, the, the, the home improvement services. Um, I sort of did three talks, but like, uh, I was on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Tuesday, smashed it. Wednesday, even better. When it came to Thursday, so I did the, the Tuesday one was in the morning, the Wednesday one was at lunchtime, and then the afternoon was the Thursday one. Got to Thursday morning, I felt so low hmm. for no reason. I literally had these two amazing talks, smashed it, like two of the best ones I've done, so interactive, like, and to get these group of guys, like middle-aged guys, mm. like the building trades, yeah. opening up our mental health and talking, phenomenal. Work on Thursday, felt awful. Mentally felt awful, for no reason. There was no reason. And I then went to the gym, felt a bit better. Then I had to meditate. And then when I went to the talk in the afternoon, I said to them, listen, I felt really crappy this morning. So I'm, today we're talking about mental health and mindset stuff, but I'm not here to preach to you guys because I still have bad days. And actually with complete transparency, this morning was a bad day for me, mm. but here I am and I feel great again. So yeah. it then gives me more authentic, like more credibility. I think, yeah, yeah. To just actually showed me like, listen, I'm not here to preach, but I had a really bad day this morning and here I am now talking to you guys. And I genuinely hand on my heart, feel great. So mm. then it gives me more, um, what's the power behind what I'm saying, that validity. Yeah, and that, is that, again, given that other answer, it may be an Instagram-worthy answer. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking at people's Instagrams at the minute and seeing my mates, everybody's doing things and being away. and But I forget, that is just the best parts of their life. That's the best parts of their one moment in that day that they've took. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I feel I'd, I'm living a, a lie, living a path, if I, if I look at all that and just imagine that's what life is. Mm. So it's great to hear, I'm not great today. I'm, I've had a really rough time, a rough patch recently. That's what I want people to be able to resonate with mm. and, and hear more of. This, this, you don't see it on Instagram, no, do you? And this is the thing, it's, it's interesting when you say this to me because I know that I have to get better on Instagram at sharing when I'm having bad days. Mm. However, there's a fine line for me yeah. when you go on people's Instagram. People don't want to hear you moaning. Yeah. And the thing for me is, my view on this is, and this is where my own conclusion is, that if people resonate with my content and they actually want to follow me properly, either become a client of mine or listen to the podcast, mm. that's when they will hear me sharing my real vulnerabilities yeah, and my truths. Yeah. But for me on Instagram, I haven't found yet the balance of today I'm having a bad day. Because mm. I mean, and I understand that's what the, 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 the Instagram people tell you, you've got to I mean, like basically behind the scenes of your life, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Say how you're feeling. But I know how I feel if I go on people's pages, it's always negativity. Mm. Now, I'm it's not like saying trauma that, porn. But I'm not saying they're always doing it. Yeah. But let's say I, I look at your page two, two, two times a week, you post every day, but the two times I go on it, it's both negative. Yeah. I'm like, but yeah, Mikey, like, I've come on here for a bit of like, most people on social yeah, media yeah, yeah. to relax and turn off, don't they? But then there's that fine line of people that are struggling, want people to mm. be more vulnerable and authentic. Yeah. But for me, I'm always authentic. I just don't necessarily share like I just did there. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. again, because I posted all, all my sessions for that Nightmare City Council, I posted it, it's like, yeah, it's great, but I didn't do the bit beforehand. 
Now yeah. I'm ahead of Mike, maybe should that, and that's my conflict with it. Because mm. I mean, for me, so I don't go on social media to hear people's negativity. And I don't often post anything like that yeah. as well. But that is it's funny because that is how I'm feeling. Yeah. But really you'll get that one snap of here's a new song release or here's yeah. a thing that I've done. Been at a school or something. Yeah. But it's interesting actually because mm. I do try like I am very vulnerable and open. I'm like, my clients, I'm very, very honest about it. I've, I've struggled this week, here's why I'm having a conversation yeah. about it. Again, it happens few and far between, but when it does happen, sure. sorry, when it does happen, I am like very honest and open about it. Yeah. But for me, it's like, well, my, my clients are doing for me. It's like my clients are my main priority. Mm. They get that side of me. Yeah, yeah I get it's it like, completely. You, you for me, it's like you can't just give everything to everybody. No, there's like, so much you can re- reveal. That was the word I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how are you feeling? Because we we, we've been on me there, but yeah. are you good? I'm mean, exhausted in a good way. <laughs> yeah. like I said, like I, said I don't do this again for a long time. Listeners know like, I don't do my mental health dips when I have bad night's sleep. I was in Spain for four days, come back now, and literally within less than 12 hours, I'll be in Canada, like leaving to go to Canada. So it's a very quick turnaround, which means I've got all this podcast to do and I've got a lot of business stuff to do. Um, so again, it's my own doing. It's nothing bad and it's all positive stuff. But again, I'm just very aware that I'm on the cusp now of mm. when I get to Canada, I'll be jet lagged. I won't have slept well, my mental health. So I'm very aware of that. So I'm yeah, like, conscious actually, behind I'm it. Very, very conscious. I'm just again making sure that I'm doing all the stuff now after this podcast done to make sure actually about like, what can I do to mitigate that is the things I can do. Nap. And, yeah, naps. That's, I'll nap as soon as we finished here. I'm taking a good long nap. So I've got to drive three hours to the airport. Then when I get to Canada as well, right, I'm not going to then say I'm going to do all these things when I land. Actually, I'll probably take a day to maybe do nothing. Mm. I literally sleep, nap and re rebalance myself that makes sense meditate read settle myself down probably do some work because I love working do you know what That there's something within all that that is a, a good truth there you truly know yourself and you're strong in yourself to turn down things uh, even today an example from you oh the podcast was actually booked for here you could have realistically potentially gone oh gone then I'll fit it in mm-hmm. but you know what because we could have done, done. Like, yeah we yeah could've, we could have literally moved it 100 percent. but i was like no. but you know if you've done the one before then you've done this one and then try to put in cramps well, i've already, I've already done another one so i've done the thursday thought yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Crabs in the bucket and now this one but you genuinely know the byproduct and the side effect of trying to do that whereas i think the way we differ is i would have probably made a, a situation where i'd fit it in and then be stressing afterwards mm-hmm. so it's just that being a honest with self, but just taking a minute to go. If if you don't even need to be there in fifteen minutes, just say it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I've got to get there in fifteen minutes. I'm really sorry. I've mm-hmm. got to do this yep. for your own self, and and that is true self care, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing for me. It's, it's I looked at and again, is it the end of the world? No, yeah. I can I can you know me. I could talk about this stuff all day long. Like you've seen me just oh what we talk about bam, I just rattle off a podcast. So did I need to do that podcast later on today? Mm. No. Would it have been a? Would I have added any value by doing it? No, probably not. Because I've been tired. I'd already said actually I'd mentally got myself in a headspace to record it now. Mm. So I've got myself peaked, ready to. I'm in podcast mode. I'm ready to go to then have that lull because after I do these podcasts again, it's energy, energy mm-hmm. transfer. Because again, mm-hmm. the audience isn't here. So when I'm talking, I'm again been a long time. I'm trying to give the energy. Okay, great. So then I've got to go down to bring myself back up again, and it's just going to be a roller coaster. So for mm. me, it's like, no, 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 I can't do that. Mm. And it's like for me, I'm very well aware. Like next year in schools, I may have to do two schools in a day. Cool, I can do that, no problem. Can I do that every day? No. Mm. So I'm very well aware that when I'm doing this stuff, I've got to balance it out because again, I've got the radio on the Thursday. I've got my client check-ins on Mondays and Tuesdays. So I'm just looking at it, it's like, right, here's my energy. I know myself, so I've then got to challenge my diary to be like, right, is this going to work for me? If the answer is no, it's not worth it to me. Mm. 
because at the end of the day, like I am the person that holds it all together. Because one of the guys on the um, at the talk last week, he basically turned around and said, like, you mentioned about being selfish. He says, yeah, but I've got a job, I've got kids, I've got this, and he's like, I can't spend all this time on myself. I can't. And I went, but who's the one who holds it all together? It's you. Like, so you have to do that work on yourself so that you can show up as a better husband, as a better father, mm. at your work better. It's like, it's not selfish. Yeah. It's actually the most selfless thing that you can do. Because when you put yourself first and realize where your energy's going, what you do, saying no, setting that boundary, actually that's a massive form of self-love. Mm. And by doing that, it then allows you to give more energy to the things you want to give your energy to, rather than just give, 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 yeah. give, give. Then you get the burnout, then you're exhausted, then you're tired, then you're not showing up well, then you're losing your job because you're not actually focused. Mm. Your kids aren't paying attention to you because you're not engaged and your wife's, again, you're giving no engine attention mm. so it just causes issues everywhere when actually if you can just take that step back and be like right it's probably a massive relief when people hear that because they know it deep down somewhere encoded that that is the truth but they need somebody to actually say take some time on your own you're but fine it, by it doing have, it because then, then people's rebuttal is i don't have time yeah you do have time look on your phone yeah. and look at your screen time yeah. Unless your job requires you to be on that phone, look at your actual personal phone. I guarantee you, you're probably scrolling for an hour a day on Instagram. Mm. I guarantee you when the kids go to bed, you're sat there either drinking alcohol or maybe not just drinking alcohol, but you're sat there on the computer scrolling or watching Netflix, TV shows, whatever it is. You have time. The difference is you're just not prioritizing your time for you. Yeah. You think that self-care is I'm relaxing watching TV. That's not relaxing. No. That is not relaxing. It seems like it's relaxing, but actually Brain's you're not. firing up. <laughs> but what you're doing is you're not then replenishing the energy. Yeah. You're doing nothing to refill your cup. You're stopping the leak. So your cup has got leaks in it. And all you're doing is stopping the leaks, but you're not refilling the cup. Mm. That's the difference because next, when it comes to the next day, you haven't refilled your cup. As soon as you start going again, the, 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 the leaks are going to appear. Mm. So for me, it's like, yes, you may think that that's helping you, but it's not. It's just the energy's not going out anywhere. But what are you doing to actually refill your cup? Yeah. What are you actually doing to put back into you? And that's the difference. And it comes back to that self-awareness of what do I need? What mm. are your needs? Because again, I had a gentleman, not going to mention his name, obviously. After I was talking about breakdown in his relationship. And I basically turned around to him and said, like, about the list of needs, it's like, you have needs. Your wife has needs. Your relationship has needs. If there's a breakdown in that relationship, it's probably because you're not having your needs met and or she's not having her needs met mm -hmm. and or your relationship isn't having its needs met. Mm -hmm. So you have to identify and have a conversation with yourself first, then get your wife to have a conversation and then as a pair, have a conversation. Mm. That's what it comes down to. And fundamentally, we don't stop to ask ourselves, what are our needs? Yeah. Like, what am I not having met? Because it could be relaxation is a thing. It could be sleep. It could just be actually, you want to have an open, honest conversation. Communication is a big thing for you. Mm. But until you actually assess what are my needs and for people that don't know what I'm talking about um, just go online type in list of needs uh, actually Mikey's got a copy of this I'll put it in if you're on YouTube or Spotify I'll put it on the, the screen so you can see so just a list of needs so ask yourself what needs are you not having met like, what needs are you not having met again just look on it there what was the episode you did for that with the whole episode uh Positive, th positive thoughts? Positive thoughts, yeah, something like that. So or it's, uh, bad uh, relationships. Building relationships, building relationships. Mm. So building positive relationships. <laughs> uh, that episode hasn't come out yet, so when this goes live, it will be out. So if you're on YouTube, look up, the link will be there, or look in the show notes, I'll link it to the episode. But I really break down about how to build relationships, and this is one of the things, because we talk about dealing with emotions as well. So I was a long answer to your short question, but that, that's that. That was a perfect answer. I'll tell you uh, one revelation through this that I did find, and that there needs to be some balance in this. But I, I found my, my fuck-off meter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there was a moment that I knew I needed to have with certain people. 
And I managed to have that moment because it did... I don't want it to get to a boiling point again and then come out. But when it did, and I was like, right, this is my boundaries. This is where I'm at. It was a beautiful feeling. So I just want to recognise that earlier and have those hard conversations to have just before you reach that point. But it was a, a beautiful moment. And I thought, okay, be congruent, be honest, be real with people at most steps of the way. And sometimes when you're trying to just build a relationship, you're, you're taking it down the wrong path if you're just trying to say things and manipulate things of what they want to hear. Mm. It's the real truth of it, isn't it? And it's not from a bad place at all. It's just from a place of, I feel like this is what this situation needs. Mm. But down the end of the line, you're going to hit a brick wall. So there were some beautiful revelations and takeaways in everything that I went through. And mainly, I mean, people may not know, but I run a business with buses and we run it for the community and it's wonderful, but we've had all the windows smashed in recently and it's thousand pounds worth of damage. And the project that we're going with, there was lots of pressures from every angle at me. And one of the people with that, I needed to have real conversations with. And it allowed that to happen. Mm -hmm. It was all snowballing, snowballing, snowballing. This moment occurred and I was like, right, bosh. And it's kind of reconfigured our whole relationship. Mm -hmm. And we're back on sort of plain sailing. Into I think one of the big things, again, correct me if I'm wrong with this, is that basically I think you realised, you mentioned earlier about boundaries, is that you let it, you let yourself get pushed yeah. without actually setting that boundary. Through, through, a, through a feeling of necessity that times change and context change, don't they? Mm. Because in that situation, we felt we had to do that because the business was only going to survive through that. Mm -hmm. As time developed, we had more opportunity with the farm and mm -hmm. the farm started running again. But then we couldn't use the money that makes the farm exist mm -hmm. on both places. Mm -hmm. That was the actuality of it. But they were pushing me down this corner. Mm -hmm. And yeah, but we thought this was going to Let's go with this, go with this, go with this. So the times changed, but I didn't know how to have those hard-hitting conversations that I didn't think they wanted to hear, mm -hmm. which is fair with the amount of money was put on it and everything like that. You know more of, yeah, of the context. Yeah, yeah. But it, it just, it it case it, it made that happen. Yeah a lot sooner yeah. and it was it was good that it happened because it relieved a lot from me I think my past self and a lot of friends fester 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 to the point of they break down and I would have broke down then and I haven't broke down I've just been struggling I think this is a key thing lesson for you here and again we talk, I've not spoken to you about this off air this is mm -hmm. literally just talking about it for the first time on air is for me running three businesses and you know, running essentially two businesses, it's seeing them as two separate businesses. Mm. Because I've done it before where I had the Prime Life Project, my online coaching and my public speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the point where one business is funding the other business, you have to have that honest conversation with yourself oh, yeah. as early as possible to be like, well, why is this happening? Not when you're starting out, yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah, has yeah. to happen. Like, and I had to use way. certain money to set up the other businesses. Great. But actually it comes a certain point where it's like, right, can kill yourself. The, the, yeah, like, the, like, why, why am I actually running, why am I earning so much money from this business to then just give it to another business? Why is this business not actually running how it should have been? Now for me, it was simply a case of, ah, right, actually it's the setup costs. And as soon as the setup costs were done, that was it. And it was able to generate itself. Mm. I think that's a lesson for you there of being like, just being aware of like, what, what where the hell is this? Like, why, why am I funding this from this? And then like, yeah. like you've done now, this has to become self-sufficient. Yeah. Right, then the conversations changes. How is it self-sufficient? Yeah. What can we do? The whole conversation changes. It means that that stays itself, its own entity. This is now like, right, 
We're starting mm. fresh, starting new. Let's go. And yeah. then you have those conversations with the people that are involved in that. I've put this in. Yeah. Right. It's just transparency, yeah. and isn't and it? And that's it. And that's all it is. It's like, and you can't imagine what they're thinking and what they know if you're only going to deal so many cards mm. on the table. And it's then also, again, with you taking that responsibility as yeah. well because you allowed it to happen. Yeah. Without knowing, yeah. that's the case of you, because for as long as he, he didn't know, you haven't got an infinite pot of money. Mm. So, because you hadn't said, well, enough's enough here. Yeah. He was just like, oh, well, he's carried on, he's carried on. He, he didn't even know you didn't have like a couple of millions sat there. Yeah. So he kept going, but it's only when you were like, whoa, hold on a minute. He then now knows, oh, right, there is a finite thing here. Like, And, a, and another part of that, <coughs> the, the fine art to it was, I was making comments and passive comments of, oh, it's becoming self-funded but not going into the depths of it and not going into my boundaries again yeah. and just putting them passive comments out there where it's like, no, that needs some depth. Yeah. That needs some real conversation. This is where we're at now. Yeah. It's times have changed. Yeah. This is what, what the actuality is. So I think people will help themselves and carve out a much cleaner path if they're willing to have that level of transparency. Agreed. But it feels naked. Because each one knew what's best for him. Yeah. And in his head, he probably thinks he's doing what's best for you. But until you get to set a boundary, and then as you said, the conversation then changes. Yeah. So you're both on the same page. It's like that uh, great talk um, uh, from Philip where he says, think of a cup. Mm. So audience listening, just think of a cup. I think I've used this before, but if you're new to the show, just think of a cup. So what cup did you think of? Uh, one of the red ones, you know, where you play flip cup with it and beer pong. Yeah. So again, listeners, did you think of that? Probably not. I thought the World Cup. <laughs> so straight away we're thinking of two different things yeah. if the audience had that's three people also think of a cup yeah. so not on the same page as soon as I say actually I want you to think of a, a white porcelain cup with a nice little, got a nice little um, thing with it uh, what they call saucepan mm. and I've got blue intricate blue flowers around the top lip and cool, we're on the same page really talking paint about. a picture for exactly. somebody exactly so that guy now you've painted the same picture yeah. so we're on the same page where actually you were saying cup he was thinking world cup you were thinking red flippy cup yeah yeah and yeah again it's a key thing when it comes to relationships as well <clears throat> I've got no idea what's going on in my throat. <laughs> Blame the airplane. Um, it's once you're on the same page, you're speaking the same language and they can do something with that. Mm. That's been such a powerful thing that I took from Philip of like, actually when I'm doing talks and stuff, are people, or even doing the podcast, am I speaking the same language? Mm. Am I actually really communicating so people understand I'm talking about a, a white porcelain cup with a blue flowery rim around it? Yeah. So if the answer is no, then people aren't going to take the information that as I intend it, and, a, and another layer to that as well is sometimes just accept that you're not always going to speak the same language. As 100%. intricate and as far down the path as you can go with somebody, there are always going to be moments of a, a gap. Well, let's talk about caveman. If you yeah. go to if, or, or the indigenous people in the Amazon, yeah. and you try and talk to them about porcelain cup, yeah. they've got no idea what the hell that is. And you can paint the biggest picture ever. You can even show them a picture, mm. but until they've actually physically got it in their hand, yeah. they, there's no way they're going to know what you mean. And that's the thing. Like, and again, I had a conversation when I was on holiday and had a difficult, heated conversation. Yeah. And I was talking to people about a subject that, I, again, I was joining in to help back somebody up, mm. but that conversation should never have got to that level because yeah. the, 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 the two people who started the conversation, they were on different paths, it's talking completely like different languages. It's like talking to the dog. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, and they, they both were so stubborn, you were never going to get the outcome. Yeah. One person was right, in my opinion, my beliefs are completely right in everything that I preach. The other person knows nothing about it. So they're then talking from their beliefs and they believe that they were right. Yeah. So the whole conversation so, was just really so, unnecessary because people talk in two different languages and yeah, they just didn't understand. That, that, there's a few things to unpick on that, mm. isn't there? There is really do your best to get on a, a same platform, a same level, but understand when to withdraw and take yourself out of or it. Or the right environment. Yeah, Was yeah. at a dinner table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After some alcohol had been consumed, yeah. not, not on my part, 
Is that the time to have the conversation? Mm. No. Is that is that the time to talk on holiday? To, yeah, like, on holiday, try to teach someone about nice time. Try and teach someone about porcelain cup <laughs> yeah. when they've got no interest in porcelain yeah. or cups and they don't care. Yeah. No. So again, it's a time and a place, and I think that's also part of it when it comes to conversations. Again, if you're in a relationship or with your boss or something, just look at the timing of what yeah. you're saying because if you're saying the right stuff at the wrong time, it's not going to land. Mm. Timing is everything. Yeah. Like what time? What 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 headspace is the person that you're in? The person you're talking to in. So right now, if you're like, for example, like if you'd have come to me, obviously I didn't see you when it was all kicking off. I saw you the day, the next day after the buses got smashed. Mm-hmm. Nothing I could say to you would have landed. No. Not a single thing. Even if I said to you literally the thing that would have fixed it all for you, made your money back and had the buses fixed, you would not have been in the headspace to hear a single word that I said. Mm. You wanted me to confirm that you're angry and that, I didn't see it, but that's, that's what you would have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would have wanted, you'd have, you'd have wanted me to, to, but again, you'd have wanted me to have a conversation. You'd have wanted to vent. You'd have wanted me to listen. And you want me to confirm why you've been angry mm. rather than me being like, right, Mikey, actually, let's do it this way. Because you'd be like, no, mate, that, that, that's not where my head's at. Yeah. We have this conversation today. We could talk about it completely objectively because the timing's different. Yeah. I think that's sometimes where people are so fixated on, no, no, but I need to get my point. They need to know about this cup right yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. Do they need yeah. to know right now? Especially in the heat of an argument, is that the time to drop a bombshell? Maybe it is the truth. Maybe they do need to hear it. But if in the middle of an argument, is that the time to say something? Because it, then your intention comes across wrong, even if it's meant to be nicely, uh, a nice thing and you try and deliver it nicely. Mm. If they're in that different headspace, it can come across as malicious. And that's where, again, outside the heated argument, people go, I didn't mean it in a malicious way. Mm. No, you didn't. But what you said and the timing of it, it would have come across malicious because the person wasn't in the headspace to hear it. Mate, I couldn't sense? agree more. It's a Chinese proverb, isn't it? Have you heard it? It's a, if a lion could speak English, we wouldn't be able to hear them. And it just means the lion's reference points are way too far afield from a human mm-hmm. that even with an English language, we wouldn't understand it. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'll put you, that you, in. You love, you love one-liners. Like that. <laughs> I, never, I, I love those. I've ne- I never heard that. That's yeah, very it's cool. lovely. Well, that, that's from me to you, man. Well, you've go. got that now. It's a gift. Bit of a game? Mate, let's go, yeah. So, Dude, uh, what, what, how many minutes was that? Uh, well, 24 minutes, 25 <laughs> minutes. So again, the way me and Mikey do these episodes, we've got, we've got loads of different episodes to the, to the podcast. Obviously, on, on Tuesdays, uh, the full-length episode comes out. So either me deep diving, doing some coaching to really deep dive a topic. Uh, so either me with a guest having a conversation or it's me and Mikey. And the way me and Mikey do this is we just sit and chat. So it's normally for 20, 25, 30 minutes. Uh, we started a new thing with pod decks, which basically where it's just a random deck of cards uh, where basically Mikey pulls out a card and basically asks me these questions and again it's gone down really really well people have really enjoyed them so uh, again we're going to carry on and, and see where we go with it so Mikey hit me with a question what we got we're, we are looking for sponsors as well <laughs> <laughs> pod decks okay so what do you keep on your desk or workspace area that boosts your mood oh this is brilliant that's so, a lovely that's question a, that's a very very good question so I don't actually have it with me right now because obviously when we do the podcast I clear it out um, but one thing I always have is on the back of my uh, phone so it's always there um, I've got my goal so my goal is written on the back of my phone also on my phone I have my vision board so that's always there available to me and then I also have a uh, stick man which you may or may not have seen um, but again I'm getting my he he's on the desk over there um, so again <laughs> this, this, the stick man is from Dr. To, um, Dr. Fleet is his, his name um, uh, and again, anyone that's followed Bob Proctor's stuff, it's basically Bob Proctor sort of popularized it. Basically talks about your conscious, your subconscious and basically talking through there. So it just reminds me that I have a choice. So I see that 
And it reminds me that my subconscious programming is always going to try and take over, but I've got to consciously stay in control. So that's what that means. So I'm so glad that's a very, very we good picked question. out that that's one. A very, very good question. Because so, I did not know that. Yeah. And then also, the way that it's programmed, the way that my the, the desk is uh, set up as well, is I've got the quotes. So the way that the whiteboard is designed in the background behind me here, I've got quotes. I've got three quotes, and long-time listeners will know. But one quote says, I can be what I will to be. So again, I can be what I will to be. It's about willpower. So again, willpower is just basically just willing yourself to do something, and that is basically commanding yourself to do something. So let's just rephrase that I can be what I command myself to be and then the second one hard work is the goal so it reminds myself that when I'm basically coming in each day like today today is a very hard day mentally very challenging I'm very very tired but hard work is the goal and then the final one says fill yourself with it and become a magnet so basically again on a subconscious level like what you are you will attract again law of attraction so what do I want to attract to my life if it's more love I've got to give out more love if I want more abundance I've got to give out more abundance so for me they're the three quotes so it's not taken on my desk but it's automatically designed where in the corner of my eye I can look and it's there and then I've got the stickman this is right there and this is why I've got this desk so this is a new desk people may not be able to see so it's a bigger desk the reason why it's a bigger desk is I wanted to have that stuff on the desk so I can see it mate what a great R question remind me about the stickman so the stickman so it's a, it's a circle yeah so basically so for, for, for people who just listen to this on audio so just imagine you've got a circle so you've got a big circle and in the middle of that big circle you've got a line in the middle so that is your conscious which is your top half and then the bottom half is a subconscious then from there just like a little stickman you draw a line which is basically the neck, and then a, a smaller circle, which is your body. So basically what you've got is your conscious, then can basically command the subconscious, which then controls the body, which then mm. gets you the results that you want. So the results that you get in your life are a direct correlation to your subconscious. Mm. So your subconscious is all your, your paradigms, which is your habits, your beliefs, your self-image. And essentially to change that, it all comes from the conscious. And the conscious, again, part of your conscious is your high mental faculties. So again, your ability to reason, to, to your willpower, all that sort of stuff. So again, when you have a thought that comes in, you can choose to accept or reject it. And then not only that, you've then got all the senses. You've got your five senses, smell, taste, touch, sight, and smell, whatever the, the five senses. Um, and basically, again, they can they also control the conscious. Mm. So what we normally tend to do is we tend to look at the outside world and we see the results in our life. But then it's understanding that we've got higher mental faculties where we can actually choose differently. So we can actually choose to see things how we want to see them. Again, it's a bit deep for this podcast, but that's basically what that reminds me. That's amazing. Yeah, so it's deep. Where, where did you find that? Just, was yeah, it? So it's from from my mentors. So oh, really? Yeah, my mentors, yes. It wasn't it just me. some charity shop? No, though. it was not a charity shop. So that cost me quite a bit of money. I had to get it. Interesting, it came from Ukraine. So I wow. uh, got it shipped when, when all stuff kicked off in Ukraine. I actually got that shipped over from Ukraine. So yeah, it just sits there on my desk and just reminds me. And it's, it's all stuff, that, again, I talk to my clients about. So... Again, I know this I is... I was hoping for a nice anecdote yeah. of I dug it up out of a mind. No, and, and, and this, again, is not, this is not a plug to, to work for me, but this is, again, yeah. podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, like when you actually work with me on a one-to-one -one level, this is the stuff I go into. Love it. Uh, and it's very high-end. Like, I, I can't... I've got to keep it high-end here, like, but it's... We really deep dive it because... Again, the podcast episode, I can't just can't describe stuff like that on a podcast. Yeah. It's just <laughs> Mate, too long. But you yeah, did fairly that. well. Yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. And it's just going to remind me of things like that. So that's a really good question. I love, I love that. Yeah, yeah. You ready for another? Yeah, let's go. You're great at this. <laughs> oh, does your name have a special or significant meaning? If so, what? No. Uh, it's, it's biblical, Daniel. Uh, it's a really funny story, actually, about this. So, uh, okay. I, I, this has got, it's got no significant meaning, but um, I really like the story of Daniel in the Bible. So again, it's a metaphor for life. You might have to go so, into yeah, that. Yeah, so, so we'll do so. So, um, so the story of Daniel again might be completely butchering this. So if you are extremely <laughs> religious, please excuse me. Um, so basically, Daniel gets thrown into the lion's den. So he gets thrown into the lion's den, and what he does is he turns his back to the lions, asks God for help, and what happens is God delivers him a ladder. He climbs out. He's safe. 
So again, my view on the Bible and stuff like that is it's psychological. It's a psychological drama where basically real deep messages are hidden in stories. Because mm. again, people can understand stories better. For example, if I explain that Stickman workshop in a story, you would have understood it a lot better rather than me just being like this, 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 yeah, and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially what happens is Dan goes into the lion's den, which essentially is where all your problems are. You're in a pit of misery. You're in a pit of misery and the lions are your problem. Mm. And what people do is they focus on the problem. What happens? You get eaten alive. Mm. So if you're sat there focusing on these lions, guess what? They're going to eat you alive. Mm-hmm. Actually, if you can turn your back on them, so ignore the problem, and then ask yourself, God, because again, spoiler alert, you are God. Way too complicated to go into that episode uh, on, this, on the podcast, but you are God. So you then use your willpower. You command yourself, how am I going to get out of this situation? What mm. can I do? Because you already know the answer. Guess what? God provides you with the ladder, you get out. Mm. So basically, when you when you ignore the problem and focus on a solution, you will get the solution. Yeah. And I suppose the beauty with story and metaphor is people can decipher it themselves and find their own meaning with it. And within that, it empowers you, doesn't it? Yep. So I think that that's the beauty of that. And not that's why I love certain poets and spoken word artists that are very hidden and have layers of it. So you can keep creeping in and finding out what you need to extract. Yeah. I, 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 that. I think it's also part of the problem with religion is like I said, people interpret yeah, it in their own ways. Yeah, and that's where you get people starting side. wars and all that sort of stuff. So again, <laughs> people do it for the negative. But for me, it's very simple. You just look at some of the stories in the Bible. There's some real deep stories there. Uh, again, I'm not going to go into too much detail on it anymore, but there's, there's loads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I'm not, I don't subscribe to a religion. I'm spiritual, meaning I believe in a higher power. But again, if you look at how long ago the Bible was written and some of the stuff, the deep stuff in those stories, it's like people take the stories very literally. They're not literal stories. Yeah. For me, they're not literal. They're, they're trying to teach us stuff about the conscious and the subconscious, which I believe they've known for a very, very long time. I do like how sometimes people contradict themselves when this in this text. You've got to love one another, but also you're fine to kill somebody, or you're fine to. I won't people go to fit their narrative. Deep into they're good it, to fit the narrative. Yeah, it's it's handpicking. Well, that one works, so yeah, I'll well, stick with that. This, but then no, we're going to ignore that and then carry on with this. Yeah. And for me, and again, when it comes to the Bible as well, you've got like the Dead Sea Scrolls as well, where basically parts of the, the Bible were missing. So you've got like the story of Thomas, I think, was missing. You've got the story of Mary. Uh, there's all these different things. So for me, unless you've got all the facts. Mm you can't subscribe to the religion. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like, come and join my cult. Yeah, And is, there's like yeah. 10 books, 10 rules, and I only give you three of the rules. Yeah. It's like, you're not, you don't know what you're really signing up to until mm. you've seen it all. So that's for me when it comes to, 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 the, to the Bible and stuff like that in my head. I'm like, there's, yeah. there's, there's things that Love have been, thy neighbor, yeah, but it's been changed, LGBT. it's been changed, it's been, <laughs> it's been manipulated. It's, there's all these things with it. And throughout the years, again, kings like the King Henry VIII and stuff changed. But in my head, I'm like, it, until you've got the actual stuff there, yeah, I feel there's a lot of stuff that's come potentially missing that could help change people's lives. Uh, another episode? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that'd be definitely another episode. I'll get, I'll get someone that's a lot more um, inclined. So I might get a, a Betty back on because that was a really good episode. Remember oh, Betty? that was Ace, yeah. yeah. I might get her back on because she knows a lot more about this stuff than I do. Yeah, so, don't yeah. get Mikey to do yeah, it. No, not, not, not Mikey. Let's go for one more. Let's go for one more. Here we go. Okay. What are most people afraid of that doesn't scare you? Themselves. Ooh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. That's that. I mean, you that can't just—you're not allowed to just mic drop that. No, exactly. exactly. By the way, I've got no, I said that, you saw that. Mikey just pulls his cards there. out here, so I don't—I've got no idea what the thing is. I used to be petrified of myself. I used to be so scared of myself. Mm. And the thing is, what most people are—the the, the only person that you need in your life is you. But that scares a lot of people because they don't have that self-love or that self-respect for themselves. So when you basically give people the keys to their own kingdom. They haven't got a clue what to do with it. Hmm. 
and that's the difference. It's like if I just gave you a keys to a mansion, you wouldn't have a clue what to do with it. I wouldn't have really have a clue what to do with it. But actually, if you've studied the mansion, if you understand the mansion, like its history, all that sort of stuff, you're not going to be scared of it. Mm. And that's the thing with us. It's, and I had a conversation with someone the other day, and um, this is why I'm able to go in situations now, like again, when it comes to not obviously council guys or whatever it is, I literally got, the la- that, and that last day, by the way, that, that I forgot to mention this earlier on, that last day that I did was the best one. Mm. There was a guy in there who's in his sixties that opened up for the first time ever about his mental health, and at the start he's like this load of rubbish, and he's really like really against it, and then we start to unpeel a bit, and then other people in the group start to ask him questions, and it came out, and then other people were opening up, and before you yeah. knew it, honestly, before you knew it, these group of guys, group of guys, were just opening up and talking about their mental health, ah. group of guys, middle-aged guys, and this guy was about my dad's age for the first time opening up about the, the, the stuff that happened to him as a child and how his dad used to beat him up and his granddad and basically we were talking about because he was like on oh, this emotion stuff and, and we really broke it down by the end of it he came and spoke to me afterwards and I'm like wow like oh, it's the first yeah. time I ever shared that and basically because his whole thing was that to share emotions again typical old weak. school makes you weak and I turned around to him and said like what's your opinion of me now I've just shared all my vulnerabilities with you what's your opinion of me and he went well I think you're alright and he was sort of laughing because he didn't mean to say I said okay we didn't know him before we started so the fact you now think I'm all right, I'll take that as a win. Mm. And says, do you think any less than me? And he went, no. So there we go. So says, why do you think showing your vulnerabilities is weakness? And basically yeah. going down that path. So anyway, so I, I digress. But the, the thing no, is, the thing is people are afraid of themselves. Yeah. I, I know myself. People can say they know me. You know, people will have heard stories about me. And again, like Annie said on her, on her podcast, if you knew Annie before she was 20, you didn't really know her. If you knew me before I was 28, I said before 30 years old, you didn't really know me. Because mm. you I didn't know ch- you. I didn't know me. And I've changed so much and I did so much stuff. I mentioned it multiple times on the podcast, some stuff I've done, I've hurt people, I've, I've done things that I'm not proud of, but that was not really me. That was me pretending to be me and living in a zombie-like state. Mm. It's only now when I've unpicked that, and again, it's that dark night of the soul where you're really just turning on yourself, it can be savage. Mm. And this when it comes to self-help and self-development. People talk about it and paint it like it's a really nice picture. Oh yeah, just do the work on yourself. It is savage. Is absolutely savage. And I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of mm. because they're afraid of being sat there with their own thoughts because they don't understand their thoughts. Their thoughts are just thoughts. They have no power over them. They're just images. So people aren't taught this stuff, which is again why if you're struggling, go and see a therapist, go see a counselor, go see, get a coach that can guide you through it. Mm. But fundamentally, most people are afraid of themselves because they don't know themselves and that's what scares them. They don't want to sit there with themselves and they'll do anything to not be alone with their thoughts mm. because their thoughts control them they don't control their thoughts. And that's the subtle difference. Mm. Their thoughts control them, they don't control their thoughts. And once you actually understand that you can control your thoughts, that's when your life changes. Mm. And then when you actually do that work again on your subconscious, your paradigms, your self-image, your habits, like all this sort of stuff, like all the beliefs that you've got, when you start to just ask and start to question, it's the most empowering thing you'll ever do, but it's scary as hell. The tower comes crumbling down. The tower comes crumbling down. <laughs> and again, it can be scary because you've lived a certain way in this, in this bubble. It's like the Truman Show. It literally is like the Truman Show. You've lived in this world, or even the Matrix, you've lived in this world, and as soon as you're unplugged from the Matrix, and you see what the world actually is, you'll never go back again. Mm. And you can't see things the same, but it's so empowering because you then actually see things for what they are, which is ultimately living. Mm. Because you're just living, otherwise you're living in a construct that's not really reality. Does that make sense? Yeah. So somebody, before getting a coach, getting a therapist, getting somebody to work on who you are with them, do you have any ideas, mechanisms, tools that people could start using to find out a little bit more about who they really are if they're not feeling good in life at the moment? Three things I say that f- four things go four things that I say are free, are completely free. The all my clients have to do in some way, shape, or form, but it's free. Uh, 
read a book for a start. Mm-hmm. So first of all, read a book, a self-help book, self-development book. Start with the art of being brilliant if you don't know where to start. It's just a really good, super easy book, super, super easy book. And it's got some activities at the end. So just read through that, do the activities, it'll help you massively. And then use that as a springboard to go into other, there's other books available. That's a really good one. If you want a really deep book to actually get into, Paul Cope's book, How to Solve All of Life's Problems. That's a very, very good book. And Paul designed that to basically be instead of therapy. That's very, very deep, very, very heavy. You may not want to go and start off on that, but that's also another option as well. Uh, I'll put the link in the, the thing for people to get that. So reading is a really good one. Um, second one is meditation or some form of meditation. Uh, and again, if you have PTSD or you struggle to close your eyes because of trauma, just stare at a candle and get yourself into a meditative state. Because again, remember, meditative state is a brainwave. You're trying to get yourself into a brainwave. And what you'll do is in that meditative state, you'll start to notice and observe your thoughts. And here's the difference. You're observing observing your thoughts and you'll realize that your thoughts are not reality. Thoughts are just things that pop up. They're just images or videos that pop up into your head. It's your emotional attachment to those thoughts that cause you the issues. So once you can actually observe your thoughts from a place of neutrality in the present moment, which is what meditation is all about. It brings you back to the present moment. You're focusing on your breathing. When the thoughts pop up, you're able to then actually question them get rid of them or think of something different. So then you start to observe and realize that you, these random thoughts will just randomly pop up. The difference is you don't really notice most of them. You only notice the negative ones and you don't stop to actually question them. You don't realize you can choose to think of something else. You get latched onto them, you add your emotions into them and that's when you get caught down that negative thought spiral. Uh, I'll then also do something on those, like doing some sort of walking. Walking is fantastic just to ground yourself. Uh, you've got in nature, again, be present in the moment, just look around, practice mindfulness that mindfulness walking is a fantastic thing to do and the final thing to do is to listen to podcasts so again there's plenty of information out there for you as well so all that stuff is free it's mm. completely free um, and again it just allows you to get to know yourself a bit better because what will happen is you'll hear someone's story maybe on the podcast and then you can completely relate to them and then they will tell you specifically how they did it now how they specifically did it may not work for you but it'll give you an idea and it'll give you hope that it is actually possible to change so there's all this stuff out there. It's just a case of we're not aware, which is why I love doing this podcast because there's some amazing guests out there that literally will share their story and how they've overcome it and what they've done to battle it. Mm. So again, for me, they are the things that I would do to really start to work on yourself. And again, the, 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 the benefit of having a coach, therapist, mentor, whatever you want to call it, is that they'll be able to guide you through the process quicker than you can do it by yourself. Yeah, so it's not to say you need it. Penetrating questions. Exactly, and get you to really ask yourself the right questions and give you real practical, usable stuff that you can do for you. And again, just talk. Mm. They can, they, you can talk, and again, it's really good to talk to someone that's a professional that can listen mm. and not judge and all that sort of stuff. So again, that's a real key thing. Uh, but again, is it essential? No, you can do it yourself. It's going to take you probably a bit longer. Mm. So. With the meditation... Um, do you have any other advice? Because people feel they've got to sit in this certain lotus position, fingers closed, eyes, and go through all this pain and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you got any just practical advice of getting people into meditation you softly? Can, yep, you can literally sit in a chair. Yeah. So, whatever, so just, just nice sit in a chair. Sit, sit in a chair, nice and comfy. Uh, for me, if you're going to sit in a chair, sit with your back away from the chair so you're not slouching on the chair and sit bolt upright if you can. Again, in a nice relaxed posture, but don't lean on the chair. And again, just put your arms on your lap and just be relaxed and just sit there and focus on your breathing. You don't even have to have a candle. You don't have to stare at anything. Just focus on your breathing. And again, if you want to close your eyes, even better. But again, just notice the sensation of when you're breathing. When you breathe in and then breathe out. Just how does that feel? Do you have just timings how it feels. for it as well? No, do you, do you just no, breathe? No, I'll just, I'll just breathe. Like you can do it where you, you time your breath, so like three in, four out, whatever it is. But for me, just breathe. Speaking, mm. don't make it any harder than it needs to be don't yeah. give yourself more barriers you can do it if again you listen to this in the car 
when you get to your destination, you sat in a seat, do the same thing. Mm. When you're driving, again, drive, but just focus on your breathing. So while you're driving, be present in the moment. Focus on your breathing. Actually look at where you're going and be very present and notice when your mind starts to wander and just bring it back in again. So there's loads of different things you can do about being practicing mindfulness throughout the day. Mm. Again, if you're washing the dishes, focus on washing that dish. Don't let your mind wander because it's going to wander. When you notice it wandering, just like at the gym, when your mind starts to wander, that is the whole point of meditation. When you're meditating, your mind will wander because that's what it does. The art and the exercise is to then bring it back to the present moment. And every time it wanders and you bring it back, just like when you're at the gym, that is one rep done. Hmm. So then it does it again, second rep. And that's how you get better and better. And what happens is you'll, you'll just notice it wandering after a couple, straight back in again. Maybe when you first meditate, you meditate for 10 minutes. Maybe for the whole nine and a half minutes, your mind has wandered. Okay, well, next time, if it's nine minutes, cool, that's better. Then eight minutes, then seven, then six. And what happens is you start to, your mind will start to wander for maybe 30 seconds, and then you bring it back again. So that's all it is. Just lean into that and go from there. Well, I'll, we'll stop it in a moment. Mm -hmm. But what do you uh, attribute to the wandering mind so much in society now? Why do you think people... I'm imagining back in the day, you're fight and flight and you're constantly sort of more aware, more conscious. Mm. You've not got things to get in the way of that. But what else do you attest to people struggling so much to just have a conscious awareness? Uh, I think back in the day, again, it's a bit of a thing, that fight or flight response. Again, a lot of people are still in that response. Yeah. It's just very out of control. And that's the difference. The fight or flight response isn't negative. It's when it gets out of control, which yeah. I think is when we'll go to the burnout when we get the episode with, uh, with Amy. So for me, it's... We can't concentrate. Our concentration is our most powerful asset. So if you have a choice between looking at your phone and concentrating, put your energy, so where your, where your attention goes, your energy flows. Where is your attention? If your attention is on your phone, guess where your attention is not? On you. So when you're meditating, the reason why it's so hard is because people struggle. They want, again, Tinder, Instagram, TikTok. It's quick, 30-second things, and they're on to the next one, on to the next one, on to the yeah. next one. People are even struggling to watch movies nowadays because they can't concentrate. Mm. And that's because your attention's all, everywhere. Your energy's all over the shop. And again, that's the difference. Your thoughts are controlling you. You are not controlling your thoughts. And that's the difference. And again, it's using your willpower, which again, high mental faculty, to just sit there and command your body. We are sitting here, and we are not moving for 10 minutes. You are commanding your body. You do not move. And what's going to happen is that little voice inside your head, oh, I'm bored, oh, mm -hmm. this. Shut up. I'm in charge. Just like a dog. Yeah. Sit. Stay. <laughs> I'm in charge. You're doing what I say. Oh, my legs are hurting. Shut up. <laughs> but that's when you, and what yeah. happens, you'll start to notice. So again, this is not what I call it, but again, one of my mentors, he calls it the bitch voice. Yeah. You'll hear that little bitch voice. You've got the bitch voice and the boss voice. And whenever you're trying to do something, which is a bit uncomfortable, the bitch voice will come in. Mm. Oh, you don't have to do this. I'm bored. My legs hurt. Blah, blah, blah. That's that same voice that's got you in the situation that you're in right now. Mm. And the more you practice sitting in silence and sitting with yourself, the more you'll realize how loud that voice is and how quiet your voice is. But when you exercise your voice, you shut up. This is what we're doing. You'll notice that the body will listen mm. and your mind will listen too. Beautiful, mate. Yeah. It's, it's been a good one. Mate, it's been a really good it's one. Where nice. can people find out more information about you? I am Rhythmical Mike at the Old Farm Bus. Awesome. And again, don't forget to give me a follow on Instagram, Daniel underscore James underscore coaching. If you took any value from today's episode, don't forget to like and share it with a friend. You guys are awesome. Take it easy.